The bright screen lights up the teenage girl's tear-streaked face as she scans through hateful comments on her most recent Instagram post. Ew, you are not as pretty as you think. Ugly, the comments read. The girl loses all confidence she ever had. The cyberbullying continues. Soon, she stops doing her schoolwork and attending practices for the sport she used to love. Her phone starts to consume her, forcing her to give in to insulting Snapchats and texts. Social media has changed this once happy girl into someone who can barely force a smile. Hi, I'm Catherine Pipitone, recording live from Scottsdale, Arizona. Let's talk about social media. That was a narrative I wrote myself, but isn't social media an interesting entity? It's like a love-hate relationship with us humans and social media. Though that was a narrative I just made up, researcher Jay Clement states in his publication, Global Social Network Users, that over 2.95 billion people are on social media, meaning social media affects billions of lives each and every day. I recently wrote about the psychological impacts of social media has on a person, and debate is still up if social media is good or bad for society. Personally, I think you get the good with the bad and vice versa. It is up to a matter of how you deal with this thing that has such power in our day-to-day lives. Today, I have the special privilege of interviewing a licensed professional clinician to discuss and receive insight about the impacts of social media. Please welcome marriage and family therapist, Mrs. Kelly Scheidler. Hi, Mrs. Scheidler. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let You're me very s- welcome. Let me start by asking you my first question. Do you think social media is a factor in teenage depression and anxiety? I definitely think that it is a factor. I think I personally see a lot of kiddos that are dealing with some depression and anxiety um, and primarily due to social media. You know, the things that they see, the things that they see their friends doing, the things that they see their peers doing or the things that they have, you know, clothing, trips, all of that kind of stuff. I think it certainly... um, makes an impression on them and it makes you know it hard to deal with life because they have this whole fantasy of what their lives are looking like right um so this one goes along with the first question but like what kind of impact do you think the social media leaves on teens um you know i have seen a definite increase in as we said before the depression and anxiety um i think there's a lot of the kids that i see that come in and have this um like I said earlier, this false impression. And so they really start to feel down on themselves. They feel like they're not good enough. They feel, you know, like they don't measure up. They feel like friends, people don't want to be friends with them because they don't have certain things or they don't go certain places or they don't do certain things. Um, So I definitely think, you know, and I think it, it involves adults too. You know, we look at it and we think, oh my God, I wish I had that car or I wish I was going on that trip. And I think a lot of teens are already struggling with self-esteem and self-confidence. And when you throw in all of this kind of other world type stuff, it just makes it even harder for them to deal with that. That's interesting that you said adults, because I feel like we always focus on teens growing up and comparing themselves to social media. But I've never heard of that like adult point of view that adults do the same. So that's fairly interesting. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think adults do the same thing. I mean, I can even say that I'll look at uh, Facebook or something like that and see somebody going on this great trip and wish that I could go on that great trip. I think, I mean, we're all human. 
we all want the best things. We all want to do fun things, whether you're a teenager, a kid, an adult. You know, social media really creates this whole different world, and it makes it hard sometimes to decipher between what's real and what's not real, in all honesty. Yeah, so what advice would you give to people in deciphering what's real and what's not real and the usage of social media? Well, you know, like with my kiddos that I see in my practice, a lot of times with them and their parents, I really encourage some sort of, you know, balance. You can't sit on social media all day long. You you know, that's it's not good for you. You have to have other things in your life, things that make you feel good about you. So just monitor the time that you're you're spending on there, whether it's, you know, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever it is. And I think the other part of that is just having real talks within families about, you know, what's important in a family. Is is a nice new car the most important thing in a family or is you know, family outings, are those more important, you know? So I think as long as parents are playing a strong role in their kids' lives and make, making sure that there is healthy balance there, I think I think it's okay. I mean, because let's face it, this is our world. We have Instagram, we have Facebook, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So it's right in front of us. Just learning how to balance it is really important. Right, it's inevitable in the mm-hmm. end. So thank you so exactly. much for joining me and for your insight um yeah thank you you're very welcome good luck okay hun thank you goodbye there you have it like mrs shadler said it is about finding balance to differentiate between what is real and what is not that is all the time i have for today thank you for listening goodbye